Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Sighted Podcast. My name is Jake Steiner. I used to have high myopia minus five doctors, which I reversed to 2020 eyesight. And here we talk about human short-sightedness, in particular myopia, literally speaking. Today we're talking to Megan, who started out with very high myopia minus 10 doctors, which is reduced at this point to minus six doctors. And we're here today to talk about her progress. Here's Megan. My name is Megan. Uh, and I'm 40 years old and I've been wearing um, glasses or contacts since I was six. Um, uh, so just last year I stumbled upon one of your videos, Jake, and um, anyway, I have a negative nine prescription and I've had that for about 15 years. I've worn contacts for 25 years, you know, 18 hours a day for 25 years. And um, the whole concept of giving my eyes a break um, sounded really great. Just wearing glass, I wanted to get into wearing glasses and giving my eyes a break from contacts. And at the same time, I stumbled upon one of your videos. Um, and it all just really resonated with me because I like to find alternative ways to. Um, to heal and to be healthy as opposed to medicine and you know a quick fix and so um i was really keen on what you had to say and really wanted to give it a try um so uh, it's been about a year now 13 months since i watched your first video um yeah and it's going great <laughs> and how far how far have you reduced since you started um, so the, these are negative six, um, and it's not quite there yet. I, at night, um, and when I'm tired, uh, I do need a boost. So I have other alternatives, but, um, I'm wearing negative six most of the time. And you started with negative nine. Yeah. And was it with contact lenses, negative nine contact lenses? Um, actually negative 9.25 contact lenses yeah which is actually noticeably higher because they're the lenses are closer to your eyes than what you would be wearing in glasses yeah isn't it crazy <laughs> that is that is crazy and how was that how was that with the contact lenses did you ever have any problems wearing those for that much of an extended period all the time um it's what I was used to, but yeah, of course there's um, dry eyes and um, yeah, just tired. I, I, could, I could feel that it was wearing on my eyes. In general, I didn't have really any problems or issues, but um, I knew that it could happen like ret retinal detachment, retinal detachment um, and things that, you know, over the long term, it's not great to, to have these contacts in all the time, but I didn't really have a lot of issues. I just wanted to give my eyes a rest um, from the contacts. That's a good idea. And then the first pair of reduced glasses that you bought, how many adopters were those? Um, so I have these glasses and I have a clip. Um, so I, I asked just what would be legal to drive <laughs> um, here in France. And so this is with the clip, it was, um, I wrote it down. 775 and seven. then seven so seven and seven seventy five 
Okay. Um, and then how did you manage the, the clip is interesting. How did you use the clip in your progression? You know, as it's, you it's supposed to be for um, sunglasses, but uh, I can just clip it on and it'll give me the boost I need to drive or when I'm really tired. Um, so it's just like changing glasses, another pair of glasses. That's cool. Have you used that clip for other reductions before? Yeah, so I'm keeping the clips and just reducing the the glass, you know, the, the main glasses. Um, but I've also got a clip for, it's a plus, plus clip. So I can just kind of, rather than have a bunch of pairs of glasses, keep the clips nearby. Yeah, they're really handy. That is amazing. And actually, I have to admit that is a very uncommon solution. How did you come up with that? Uh, I was uh, trying these glasses on in the, the is it optometrist the opt in French? <laughs> Optometrician. She just uh, suggested as a, a sunglasses um, if you want to use that. And she said, well, would you want to put, you could put uh, normal lenses in, the, in this uh, frame as well. So she just had suggested it, and I thought it was a great idea. That's amazing. And, and we talked about that a little bit before we started the video, and I'm super interested in how did you stumble across a supportive optometrist, and how did you even get into this conversation of, of doing this? Uh, so I went up and just took a chance and said, you know, this is really crazy, and I want to try something. You're going to think I'm nuts. Um, there's this guy, Jake. And he thinks that um, we can heal our eyes naturally if we just give it time in this whole process. So I kind of explained a little bit. And um, she's like, yeah, let's try it. She thought I was crazy. But um, six months later, when I went back, uh, she was blown away. Interesting. Didn't understand. That's, that's really cool, though, because it's in France, I've only been to an optometrist in France twice, I have to admit. But those two times I didn't have an amazing experience. I think it's great that you have somebody who will help I you. Got lucky. Yeah, I think I got lucky. And what does, sure. is it, is it expensive? The clips versus the glasses and the, the lenses? Um, you know, it's a little bit cheaper. Um, yeah, the clip. Um, yeah, I think it's a, a good alternative financially and just it's less bulk. But yeah, it is a little bit cheaper, just have a clip. What about the weight with the lenses? Uh, it's a little bit heavier. Um, so I try, you know, that's one reason why or it's more um, incentive to not wear the, the clip because it does get a little bit heavy, but it's manageable. Yeah. That is brilliant. I love that. Like both of those, both that you have under support, supportive optometrist and that you've come up with this great solution. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's been, yeah, I've been lucky. And now what's the optometrist take now that she's witnessed the reductions? Has she been selling you all the glasses since? Yes. Um, and she's, she's on board. She's eager to see how far it can go. If I can get down to zero. You know, um, and she's like, when she sees me, she's like, okay, what's in store for me today? <laughs> when I walk through her doors, um, yeah, she's, she's excited and she's, um, yeah, she's blown away. That's super interesting. That's super, if you're in the Facebook group, then you see sometimes there's these reports that 
surprisingly often actually that that optometrists are open-minded and i think it's also great it's great for everybody because she makes you're a better customer than probably most people she deals with yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah you're buying a lot of glasses right like she sees your face I'm a, a lot. Client. i'm a good client yeah <laughs> so That's how many reductions her. how many reductions since you started is that now um so two more, um, about every six months. Um, and yeah, so now I'm down to six and, um, six and a half with the, with another clip. Oh, that's cool. That is excellent. Yeah. That is a really nice. And then along the way, like as far as the process, was it straightforward from the beginning or did you run into any issues? Like how did you structure this whole approach? Um, well, it's kind of a lifestyle change, not only just physically getting different glasses um, and learning to relax and have active focus, but um, yeah, it's a lifestyle change, like getting outside more and um, getting away from the screen as much as I could. I even um, changed some things about my diet that are apparently good for eyes and um, yeah, it's been a whole process, but um, the main thing for me was, yeah, getting outside and um, I've been looking outside now, just trying to focus on leaves on the trees, you know, um, going on walks every day and just being outside as much as possible. But it, it just happens, it happens so naturally and I could see the, the progress right away, you know, after a couple of months. Um, so it was really rewarding and it's just like letting the, the process happen what about the initial starting point and this is more of my own personal curiosity when you run into this whole thing it has to seem a little bit far-fetched right like it is a leap like how was that first reduction how was the first bit of things must have been a little bit blurrier and different? yeah really uncomfortable even nauseous like walking out of there you know the floor is moving and it's it's a terrible feeling but I was so ready and I want, I wanted it. So, um, I think that's part of it too. You really have to want it to work through that first, um, uncomfortable feeling of not being able to see. And then just, um, I wore the clip a lot. So it was still a major jump from nine to seven seventy five. but just slowly trying to take the clip away. And, um, yeah. And then even I would try to play a game, like how long could I go without putting the clip on, you know, um, during the day. And I noticed that every day it was just a little bit later. Like I could say, ah, oh, my eyes are tired and oh, it's later than yesterday. So it, it was, it's, it's fun. The clip is a genius idea. It really is. I'm, I'm going to have to steal that. We'll put a little asterisk with your name as the discoverer cool. of the clip because uh, while I've heard people mention it, I think for one, I think you really need an optometrist because you want the, the PD to be right and you want the optical centers to line up properly, right? Like yep. you probably wouldn't want to do that online necessarily, but having it, that gives you so much more flexibility with one pair of glasses. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's better than, you know, you had suggested um, getting some plus glasses, you know, I could... Sometimes, worst case, I would wear um, just for something really close that I was doing 
um, you know, and it avoids having to do a, a cheap and not as good version of um, yeah, your eyes for close up too. Yeah, because that's also true. Like you save a fair bit of money on the expensive lenses, like the high opt lenses. Are they um, are they quite thin ones? Uh, the clip. No, the the index of your main glasses. Are they uh, high yeah, end? yeah. I mean, they're they're um, state of the art, so they're as small as they can be, as thin as they can be. But they are, yeah, um, quite. Thin. That makes it a lot cheaper. I can't believe. Like the thing is, I've been at this for the last two decades but it never stops. It really never stops. Like I'm always humbled because there's always some new idea that like you, like the clip, this is literally the first time I've put this all together in my head to go, you get really high index, high quality main lenses. And then you have the clip where it's much cheaper to get lower. You can buy lower index, yeah. right? Like that's save the clips, you know, that's the thing you can save it and then keep reducing and it's, yeah, really handy. Jared, you're an optometrist and you are two geniuses. I love awesome. it. <laughs> uh, actually, I had a question though, because uh, this is my question to you. Um, you know, this, it was supposed to be for sunglasses, okay? Uh, and I haven't worn sunglasses now for over a year since I started this process. Um, because I read somewhere that, you know, your eyes don't necessarily need to have Sun uh, have the the sun reduced uh, for our eyes. We can adapt. Um, we don't need sunglasses, basically. And I wanted to see what you thought about that. Has um, nothing to do with myopia. I might take on sunglasses as a super simple one. Is which is if you'd have to squint otherwise, it's a good idea to wear sunglasses. Hmm. Just like when you're at the point where you're squinting or if you're having to close one eye, like you aren't able to look at your surroundings with your eyes properly open, then sunglasses mm -hmm. may be a good idea. Adaptation mm -hmm. maybe. I feel like sometimes there's a little bit too much leaning towards we come from nature, right? Like I think sunglasses mm -hmm. can be like, especially like in places where the UV is extremely high. Like I live in Southeast Asia, sunglasses I think are often a good idea. The, mm. I'm not a doctor, I can't give medical advice, but glaucoma, sometimes there's conversation what a lot of sun exposure may be contributing there. Mm -hmm. I think in, in a place like France, and if you have winters, and in, in, mm -hmm. if you're not doing like extreme, like water sports or something, it's not a big deal either way but I wouldn't restrict myself from using sunglasses for some kind of outdoor benefit. I do like sometimes having no glasses. There seems to be some positive correlation with some amount of UV exposure, which goes away at any point anyway, because once you put on those glasses, they all have UV coatings. Yeah, okay. It's all about eye health in general, right? It all goes together. Yeah, it does. Did you have any astigmatism? You mentioned more than one diopter drop is kind of a lot, but the symptoms you described sound almost like there was other things going on from the original contact lenses to the glasses. No, I don't have an astigmatism. Nice. Well, that, very nice. Yeah. So now you're at minus six, and when is the next reduction, you think? Um, 
probably about five months. It's been about a month since okay. I had this. Um, now, do you reduce the clip at that point, or do you buy new main uh, frame lenses? I'm good. I just reduce the main lens. Okay. And then I keep the clip going. That makes sense. That is very nice. And for lifestyle changes, any other things? How is your smartphone use? Yeah, it went down <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, did you notice any one. did you notice any correlation like between smartphone use and your experience with the reductions? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it all goes together. Um, so um, and even if I start using the smartphone more, I can see that the the progress slows down. it's It's totally apparent to me that the the two go hand in hand. Yeah. And you said lifestyle changes. Is there anything else interesting in there? And I'm asking because I get a lot of questions from people that seem kind of stuck in their box, right? And they want to improve their eyesight, but they're in the space. And sometimes like just inspiration is lacking or ideas or somebody going, Hey, I did this. If there's anything interesting you think about your lifestyle changes, that's maybe worth sharing. Um, well, I cut out sugar. I cut out some things in my diet, so sugar uh, was a main one, and I think um, I think that helps too. Um, I started eating a lot more almonds. Uh, I cut out pepper as well. So those three main three main things. Um, other than that, um, yeah. Screen, so screen I, and outdoor time and other like. Screen, outdoor time. And I think it's just a change of mindset in general, um, like wanting to see, wanting to improve my vision. Um, even silly things I would do, not really lifestyle changes, but things along this way, this process. Um, I would put on, uh, I could see clearly now the rain has gone and just believe that this process is, is happening and it's working and to trust the, the time that it takes. Um, and I also kind of have done a, a little bit of inner work um, asking myself, what kinds of things in this world do I not want to see? You know, what's keeping me from seeing this world? Um, as it is without any fear and just taking a look at those things and working through those things. Um, so it, it's all kind of gone along with this, this process. What do you see now, like in France, how is it with younger people and their screen use? Is it, I'm asking because like I spend a fair amount of time in, in Hong Kong, for example, where all public transport, all coffee shops, all restaurants, even in groups, people are, all glued to their phones. Yep, same. Same. Huh? Yeah. It's pretty shocking once you realize how detrimental it is, not only to our eyes, but to our brain and uh, in so many ways. But yeah, it's, it's the same here. Do you think we're crazy? Are we on totally the wrong track here? Again, the connected to this, because if you're glued to the screen all day long, for one, it's very difficult to improve your eyesight. Two, you'd have to fight a big addiction first. And three, you'd have to find a life outside of screens. 
like it seems like we're really far down the stream from what's possible for people yeah and i don't think there's any way um <clears throat> to go back as a society from smartphone use but um i think yeah we're gonna pay for it <laughs> as um as humans but um for myself personally i want to try to to be crazy and to go the other way to reduce smartphone use yeah, yeah. I still, and the other half, because the other half of the time I live in right now, I'm in this jungle in Burma and mm -hmm. people can't afford, or not all people, but a lot of people can't really afford either smartphones or the, the data rates because there's not that much Wi-Fi. Oh, so you still see kids playing and you still see kids running around. And then when mm -hmm. I travel, I leave, I go to Singapore or Bangkok or Hong Kong. It's like kids the same age, toddlers, like they have iPads, in these toddler-proof cases in their cribs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's really sad, isn't it? Like they don't know how to jump rope or be with other kids. Uh, it's, it's just, um, yeah, major issue. I agree. It's a shock. Right, yeah, and, that's, and I think it's part of the reason that I was so easygoing about this terrible off-grid jungle thing, because I have a son and he's four now and I wanted him to grow up, or at least the younger age is not addicted to screens, and made a deal with the various family, adult family members. I bought everybody a fancy smartphone because they all had crappy ones, but the deal was do not bring them near the kids, right? Like do not show the kids you playing with the phone, do not share the phone with the kids. And the kids mm -hmm. all play outside and I've contained yeah. it. But it feels like like old people, or you know what I mean? Like talking crazy about yeah. this the world it is yeah. today. I feel like old person too. Yeah. Like I don't I don't wanna know. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna be a part of it, you know. Um, society changing, I think, in a negative way with these smartphones. It's um, yeah, I feel like an old woman <laughs> trying to get back to how we were as a society. No, that leaves me that leaves me in a weird spot. And I'm kind of going off on a little tangent here. And as we're having these conversations, I'm like, okay, everybody's making improvements. We have that figured out. But how like how does it affect you stepping out of the matrix in a way? You know what I mean? Like you're having to take a step back and look at the world around you and everybody's still attached to these stupid screens. Well, it's not just screens, though. It can be, like I said, sh uh, sugar. You know, if you once you're out of eating sugar, and then you can see, look around, it's like, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> what is everyone doing? What are they feeding themselves? It's it's the same, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's obvious to me, at least. Yeah. I have not been able to beat the sugar. I have to admit. It's a hard one too. I'm, I'm close. I, I, I'm like down to like, I'll have a coffee one a day and there's some mm -hmm. sugar in the coffee and that's it. But that's, I can't, I can't get oh. away. If I don't get that one thing, then I really struggle. Yeah, it's hard. You're doing good, don't worry. <laughs> Something. So what else, anything else that's changed in your journey from the minus nine or minus 9.25 to minus six. That's really amazing. Yeah. 
Um, Optical quality, yeah. visually, weight of glasses, anything that's like better now than it was? No, just my whole life. <laughs> just because of some of the changes I've, I've made, including being outside, um, that I've really missed, I had missed, making that a priority um, improves, has improved the quality of my life. But um, otherwise, I think I've mentioned everything. And what would you suggest to somebody who's watching this? And I think that a lot of people watching this kind of thing are semi undecided. Like what, what would be your, like in hindsight, like even if you were to tell yourself before time where you're ready for this, like what's the main thing that would, that would get you on this path? Gosh, just to trust that your eyes were meant to see properly you know, um, like I believe in a God that created us and wants us to be healthy. And I think, um, I think that's part of it too, is, um, just trusting that your eyes can be healed. Um, and, and just going for it, giving it a try. Um, everything makes sense what you have lined out. You have so many videos, Jake, like all your videos and your blog is so much information and I didn't read all of the information. It's so much. Um, so I would say not to get um, boggled down with all of those details and just kind of give it a try, get the, get the basics and um, the details will come later. Um, and even now I still haven't watched all of the videos but once you have the principles down, you know, these simple things, um, it really is worth, worth it. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I know that it's possibly kind of a leap to do this sort of thing. Um, it, I, I think it helps a lot of people. It also really helps me. So I'm very thankful that, that you did this and you took the time. Jake, I want to say thank you to you for all of the hours, even getting a little emotional. It's, um, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm everything happy to do put online and it's free and um, you're changing a lot of lives. So thank you. All right. So that was our episode with Megan. And the important takeaway here, as always, is that in most, most cases, glasses are exactly what is causing your myopia to get higher and what is keeping you in high myopia. So reducing your DOP dependence slowly, gradually over time, knowing what you're doing, obviously don't just throw away your glasses and going for regular ophthalmologist checkups to make sure your eyes are generally healthy. But just as far as myopia is concerned, the treatment is causing an issue. So really important that you do something about this improve your quality of life take control over your eyesight improve your eyesight that's it for this one we'll talk in the next one